one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Rule the Roost podcast. Connor, mate, can you can you can you actually imagine being Neil Malpay and trying to mug off James Madison? I don't. It's just what he does, isn't it? There's, most fan bases have a problem with Neil Malpay. I used to like him because of what he did to Arsenal that time. Yeah. They still go on about it. Uh, but now he seems to have won them over going by uh, Twitter last night where uh seen some Arsenal fans saying, actually, Neil Morpay has 30 more career goals than James Madison. As if that was the actual point. I think it was more of just a light-hearted joke from Madison about, you know, their, their contrasting seasons. But obviously... Uh, grown men don't take it like that, do they? No. Um, I, would, I mean, they can, people talk about the goals. I mean, he's been played as a focal point, pretty much Brighton's only striker for a time, wasn't he? Um, mm-hmm. But I, I don't think it would be that much of a stretch to suggest that the chasm between my footballing ability and Neil Malpay's, I think that's less... <laughs> Than between Neil Malpay and James Madison, I'm just. Thought, I don't know. I saw you trying to kick that ball in the square in Dortmund. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there, mate. That's all I'm saying. Um, no, it's, it's it's very odd, isn't it? And it's such a it's such a strange thing. The, the celebration more so because like he's, he's always a wind up merchant, Malpay, and he's always you know throwing himself to the ground and stuff and leaving in cheeky elbows and stuff like that. But just the Coffee Madison celebration, I thought was really strange. There's there's no history between Spurs and Brentford. No history between Madison and more pay as far as I can tell. I just thought it was quite strange and obviously way, way too early in the fucking game, like Saka learned earlier this season. We just absolutely seem to... I do. I mean, I do get it. I hated James Madison before he signed for Tottenham. I can't... I can't yeah, he's one of those players, isn't he, I suppose. But it, it just... It, I always think it seems a bit more weird when you've got actual professionals doing it to one another. Did you see Mope afterwards? Because... Madison did an Instagram post about it and then Malpe responded on it saying rent-free. Yeah, he did another Instagram as well, Malpe, saying something like more goals and less relegations in my career than James Madison. So he's obviously taking it well. Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of adds a bit of irony to the rent-free thing, doesn't it? Because that, that's... I mean, that's yeah. I, I tell you why Malpe really irritates me because he's got that energy, hasn't he? He's got the energy of the lad that can dish it out. But just obviously can't take. Yeah, but he's not good. He's not good. You've got to be. I think you've got to be quite a lot better at football than he is to get away with it. I mean, he's he's barely played for Brentford this season. He's only playing because two forwards and Buemo and well, this is um, internationals, but and Buemo's obviously injured. That's the only reason he's getting a game. He's not got a game all season. He got palmed off by Brighton. Like I, I absolutely love wind up wind up merchants of football, uh, but I just think you've got to be a bit better at football than than Neil Malpe is to get away with it. He's actually, he, I don't know. I hope I get it wrong. He's appalling, isn't he, though? He's really bad. He's shy. It's really annoying that he scored, but he did nearly manage to fuck that as well. It's just crept in. Did you see... So, yeah. Well, Thomas Frank piled into it as well afterwards saying all like, 
oh, if they were, they've got they've got problems if they're annoyed about a celebration. It's just, it's a bit disingenuous, isn't it? I don't think we were annoyed. We obviously we just you know we took the piss out of it as well in the second half. It's not it's not being annoyed. I just thought it was weird. It's just a weird thing to do for for a player you've got no history with or and a club you've got no history with. But there we go. I'm not having Thomas Frank. You know, I thought I thought Brentford were. I thought it was I'm not having that he's not fucking Mancunian. Yeah, awful, right, mate? No, he's yeah. like he should work behind the bar in Shameless. <laughs> uh, do you, I mean they were terrible though, weren't they? Did I you... do think that they've got uh, uh, they're much bigger shit houses than I've given them credit for previously, and yeah. they're much worse at football than I've given them credit for previously as well. I think it, for some reason, in in most fans' minds who don't watch Brentford a lot, they think of them as this sort of nice, good footballing team. Technically great, nice little players. Um, but I mean, it was that was a fucking big Sam's bolt in two thousand and four, wasn't it? Like this, uh, whatever they were trying to do, it obviously worked in the first half really well. You know, they they nicked, nicked it off us in midfield and countered and scored and you know booed it over the top and ran it behind a few times. But uh, <laughs> their football was absolutely shite. And fair play, it nearly worked. You know, Deitch has made a career out of getting results with Burnley playing a certain way and if it works, you know, fair enough. But I think people perceive Brentford quite differently to how they actually play. And I thought they were, yeah, pretty turgid. Do you think yesterday was, because I, I do think Spurs weren't great yesterday. We had that spell, obviously, where we got the three goals. But for the most part, we a bit panicky in defence, a bit disjointed going forwards and as I was saying in the post-match, I think a lot of that is just about a lot of players coming back from injury, coming back from internationals, everyone getting used to one another again. Um, but do you think yesterday was Brentford stifling us or Spurs being a bit crap or maybe, maybe even a bit of both? I think it was definitely both. Um, I think the, the only really decent performance we've put in the last month or so is, was at Old Trafford when I think we should have won as a sort of complete 90 minutes. That was that was much better than you know Everton at home, Brentford at home. Sorry, uh, Bournemouth at home. Those wins is obviously a much better performance than last night. I think at, at the moment, given you know how how much we've, we're having to chop and change in terms of injury suspensions, internationals, and stuff like that, especially in the home games, I think we're basically just doing enough across ninety minutes to to win the game. I don't think we've and said as much that we've not put in a you know top 90, 90 minutes, um, especially at home for for a while um but yeah like you say it's quite hard when you're having to chop and change the 11 so so often and hopefully you know i, I don't obviously don't want son to get knocked out because he'll be really upset in the asian cup but i do think australia will probably beat south korea um and then yeah once we get people back and we're a bit settled i think we'll we'll start to see you know what we saw in the first 10 11 games of the season a bit more a bit more consistency in, in performance but I can't bring myself to be that arsed about it. To be honest, I just really, really wanted to win last night. It's, it's one of those things with Sonny, isn't it? It's like I don't, I don't, I don't, I won't be gleeful about it. I don't want to see him upset and see South Korea get like you know eliminated. But equally, I am a Spurs. That, yeah, I put Spurs, it's, ahead, it's... but it's not even like a Eurocentric thing that, like, I see people say. I put Spurs ahead of any international football. What's oh, it? easy, yeah, hundred percent. Piss me off when Harry Kane would go on about how much he loved England, as opposed to you know, yeah, I'd, a World Cup aside, I'd rather none of our players played for their countries. Right, like, <laughs> I just don't like. Inter- I, I, I wish none of them ever got selected for international football. But it's, yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just not as asked about it. But obviously, it means a lot to a lot of people. 
trash shite. But um, no, I'd, I'd like him back quite soon, to be honest. Um, and as it, it sounds like it sounds like South Korea have been pretty pretty shite. Um, it sounds like oh, mate, very, hey. it sounds like Klinsman's not doing a very yeah, good job. I was going to say South him. Korean Twitter hates Yogi. Yeah, they do. Yeah, hate him. Yeah. So I, I mean, they just got past Saudi Arabia in 99th minute equaliser, wasn't it? But I I can't see them going by how it sounds like they've been playing this tournament, getting past Australia. But you yeah, so one, we might have been back for next weekend. You see that one Belen trying to make a name for himself, like pushing Sonny about, pulling his hair and stuff. Yeah, apparently he's done that before to Messi and Ronaldo, people were saying in the replies. Really? Yeah, but Son was just having none of it, was he? He was just laughing at him. Yeah, I mean, what a, <laughs> what a response as well. When someone's trying to roll you, just laughing at them. Yeah, we needed more of that last night, mate, to be honest. I think we definitely um, got involved way too much in the first half, like Andrew said in, in the post-match. But we, we do have players that, you know, obviously Romero, Richarlison, um, even Madison now that do like to get involved in that sort of shit. And I think Brentford were definitely, definitely trying to do that as much as they could in the first half. And it worked. And it looked like they got a bit of a bollock in at half time from Ange for getting involved in that sort of stuff. Cause, well, he uh, got put, yeah, what was it? He said, it. if you want to do all that shit, go and join the UFC. Wasn't yeah, it? go in the UFC cage, yeah. And I quite like that because I'm not, you know, I'm not going to lie, like as a, you know, as a big emotional Larry twat. I do like, I love seeing it, you know, Battle of the Bridge. Or Perfect four words there, mate. Yeah. <laughs> when the players all start going for each other, when they're all sort of fighting for each other in a Tottenham shirt, I'm loving it. But yeah, 100%, yeah. equally, objectively, you can see, you can see how being overly emotional was the undoing of Arsenal last season, for example. And it's often Arsenal's undoing. And the fact that Arteta always seems to embrace that type of, Attitude, yeah. that type of response from the players is probably one of the things that lets him and them down often. And it feels yeah, like Ange is kind of ahead of that, isn't he? Yeah, it seems like it. I, I mean, it's, it was just, there's a time and a place for it though. I think it was just, we made it far too easy for them to make the game sort of stop start and um, we, we couldn't get into any rhythm or anything in the first half. Apart from the first 10, 15 minutes where I thought we were really good. But after that, we've just, yeah, bought into most of what they were trying to do. Uh, and, yeah, the first half couldn't really have gone better for them, could it? That's exactly what they set out to do. What do you make of the Skippy Hoiberg conundrum, mate? Because that, I was getting quite <laughs> a bit of, uh, you know, elephant in the room, mate. Hoiberg was decent last night. He was. I thought he was. Um, but I also thought Skip was all right in the first half, to be honest. I thought he was one of our two or three best players in the first half. I know we were largely pretty shy, but I thought he was pretty good. Uh, I thought Hoybier was good when he came on. Yeah, I did. Um, I thought he made some good, good challenges. He was involved in you know a bit of the build up in a couple of the goals. Um, looked like he was trying to drive forwards. But I, I mean, it sounds like he wants to wants to stick around as well. It sounds like he's uh, quite keen to stay at least till the end of the season. Um, going by what he said after the game, um, which I, I don't mind if it's you know, and, and I think it will be when, especially when we've got Sarah and Basuma back in this sort of role that he's been doing off the bench where largely he has been quite good. Um, you know, there's been a couple of times he's started where he's not been great. I think Brighton was, was pretty dreadful. Um, he was decent at Old Trafford as well, but I'd, yeah, I'm yeah, quite keen for him to be moved on in, in the summer. I think it'd be better for um, better for us and, and him if he was moved on in the summer. But to be honest, last night I thought he, I thought he was decent. He was decent, wasn't he? He was, and I don't. I'm not going to deny that. I just. I don't know. 
I'm still always of that opinion that I just think we generally tend to play better without him. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, there's there's only certain sort of game states where it's good for him to come on and it works against certain opposition. Um, I think Brentford and how they were playing yesterday probably suited him more um, than, than other teams would. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm quite keen to see him moved on. He, he does just reek a bit too much of Mourinho and Conte, doesn't he? He's, he's, he reeks of COVID. That's that's my thing always. It's just, <laughs> it's just what he reminds me of. It's twenty twenty. You fucking sound like COVID at the moment, mate. Oh, mate, yeah, I do. I, 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 it's not COVID though. It's not. Um, All right, mate. I'm, I mean, I'm in Newcastle. I'm not really that. <laughs> <laughs> Richarlison, eight goals, eight goals now this season. Yeah, seven on the bounce, seven games in a row, isn't it? Is is he actually maybe the guy? Um, maybe. I mean, there's still, you know, he's been genuinely incredible since he came back from his bollock surgery, whatever it was in... Uh, his pubis surgery, isn't it? Yeah, bollock surgery, wasn't it? In, um, <laughs> at the start of December, he's, he's generally been, I mean, not just his goals, his all-round performances have been so much better. I mean, performances like last night in at in Old Trafford, I, I couldn't imagine, you know, best I could have hoped for a year ago, maybe with Richarlison, was that he could nick a couple of goals, but his, yeah. his all-round game has been... So much better since he since he came back in in December. Um, there was obviously something niggling him, you know, earlier in the season. It didn't look like he could, uh, you know, fully perform um, as to the level that he, he wants to and obviously can do. Um, but yeah, just obviously it's great that he's getting some goals and stuff. And you know, it's he's definitely getting more luck than he was. You know, the goal last night and stuff could easily, have, you know, he could easily have scuffed that wide or straight at the keeper last season or earlier this season. But um, more more impressed with just you know his hold up play and he had a couple of really good um, periods last night where he was holding it up and bringing others into play and taking us up the field with the ball. Um, that's yeah, that's that's, that's impressed me as much as, as the goals. To be honest, I didn't really answer your question there as if he's the main man going forward. It's really hard to tell. It's really hard to tell. Well, it is, isn't it? But I mean, if you if you think about it, like he presses, as you say, he holds the ball up well. He's strong. He's pretty quick, actually. Um, I think his finishing still, I know he's got, like you say, seven on the bounce, eight goals this season. I think his finishing does leave a little bit to be kind of, you know. It's maybe, you know, if if, if we're going to be competing for top four, I think he's probably good enough. If we're going to go up another level next season and hopefully, you know, when we're in the Champions League and if we are hopefully pushing to be in a title challenge, I don't know if he's enough of a, a killer in front of goal. Um I think he, he probably does miss too many chances at the very, very highest level. I mean, yeah. if that's where we want to be. This, um, this has always been my point about him. At those finest, finest margins, you know. I think, you know, there, there was a couple of chances at Brighton. I mean, he's, had, he's obviously had plenty where that's not gone his way. I'm quite reluctant to talk about, you know, the drawbacks of him because he's in such great form yeah. and he's, he's performing really, really well. But I, I just mean, you know, next season, if we want to be challenging for, for the title... I think we probably need, by all means, wouldn't sell him. I think he's, it'd still be great to have him in the squad. Um, but to be sort of our starting centre forward, probably need a bit a bit more of a, a killer in front of goal. But yeah, I don't know. It's difficult. It's difficult. Does that fe- that fella at Bayern Munich is all right, isn't he? Well, Chupo Moting, yeah. He's, he's pretty tidy. Are you... Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. Can, can I ask, can I just... Poke this, can I poke this bruise, please? Can poke I? anything you want, Jack. God. With the, uh, are, are you? Do you buy the whole 
Spurs are doing so well because they don't have Harry Kane. Harry Kane wouldn't have worked in this system. No, absolutely not. Like, no. Just... no. <laughs> no, there's you know we're, we're praising Richarlison because of how well he's doing, but he's we're, we're praising him at the moment for him doing things that Harry Kane is the best in the world at. You know, as in holding onto the ball, bringing others into play. I I don't buy that Harry Kane would have worked in this system at all. I think we'd probably be top of the league, and Harry Kane would be running away with with the golden boot. The amount of you know, look at how shit we were last season on the whole, and he got thirty league goals. And you look at how many chances we create for, for our forward players this season. Um, yeah, it's, I think Harry Kane would be uh, incredible in this system, but he chose one, to, you know. One, one game under Ange, four goals, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, he chose to, uh, you know, go and uh, play for Bayern Munich. Um, oh. I don't know. Going forward, I mean, it looks like Tuchel's probably going to be gone in the summer. Uh, you know, it's... It's a strange one putting he's put all his eggs in that Tuchel basket, you know, and it's strange for Bayern as well, given you know splashing out 120 mil or whatever it was on a 30 year old. He's obviously probably arguably the best player in the world still, but for a manager like Tuchel, who is probably going to be gone in the summer, um, but then you say you know there's no manager who comes in that's not going to want Harry Kane starting up front, is there? So. You shared that thing the other day of him at that fans forum. <laughs> the Oh, yes. Yeah. What was the song again? I can't remember what it was. I'm going to find it now. Oh, what was it? It was fucking hideous, wasn't it? There was like 30 people there and he was just stood on a stage. It looked like, like a fucking school hall, like school play type setup, didn't it? You, there must uh, be that bit of him at Wonders. Have I fucked up? Oh, was one of the Jingle Bells. Yes. How do you it play? Was, it? How do you Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna play it now. Hang on, two seconds. Harry Kane, Harry Kane, Harry all the way. How much fun is to see how he scores again? Hey. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Not much more can be said about that, is there? Really? No. Let's move on quickly. <laughs> um, I want to ask you, mate. Tottenham. To improve the pre-match atmosphere, the ambience, if you like, mm. they put on a little mobile phone light show, the little addition to the Tottenham Hotspur app, and a lot of people got. Oh, was it on the app? Do they need the app for that? I think, yeah, apparently so. I, I guess. It was, oh, because it was doing it was going in time with the music and stuff on it. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's just. I mean, number one, right? It's 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 mostly probably a covert way to get people to download the app, isn't it? Let's be honest. Um, Ooh, here we go, Mr. Robot. There we go. <laughs> but I, I mean, are, are you that asked? A lot of people got all quite angry about it, being like, ah, this is so tin pot, this is this, this is that. But this is the sort of shit that just comes hand in hand with being a club in the type of stadium we've got, with the type of profile that we've got now. It's kind of where the sport's gone. I'm not, I'm not having a pop, Americans, but it is that kind of Americanized <laughs> version of sport now, right? And that's. I didn't like it, mate. I didn't like it. I'm not saying I, I loved it. I'm not saying I liked it, but it's 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 part of what it is now, isn't it? Well, the, put on a fucking light show or something. But I, I just think that getting the phones out and stuff is just so, you know, Coldplay fix you gig or fucking take that. I just I don't know. There's just something about it I don't like. I I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was fucking shit. What about the trumpet then? 
Uh, yeah, I don't want a trumpet and drum. Um, no, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm not having the drum lumped in with the trumpet. The, the drums, the drums, an institution. Sounds like a euphemism. That I don't know what for, but they're gone. The the drums an institution. The trumpet. Is, the drums an institution. <laughs> Listen to yourself. The trumpet is another attempt <laughs> from the club to manufacture an atmosphere. It is. Yeah, but it's, it's nowhere near as bad as a phone light show. Let me put to you, Con, let me put to you, if Arsenal or Chelsea or West Ham had a trumpet player at kickoff in in all of their games, all of their home games, you'd be taking the piss. I know for a start, I know for a start West Ham have fucking bubbles and Arsenal have that dreadful Ed Sheeran shite, which... <laughs> Compared to the trumpet, mate, I'm taking that trumpet all day. I'm not massive on it, right? I know why they're getting it. They're getting it to just sort of so when the Spurs is you know a staple before every home game. Um, I think the fans can do that. To be honest, uh, I think that the, the, there arguably is a better way. It's just another thing that you know, an opportunity for opposition fans. Whenever I've watched a Tottenham game on the telly with with mates or um, or my girlfriend or oh, you've got a girlfriend, grow up. Or anyone, um, they've always laughed at the trumpet. It's quite a funny sound, isn't it? Um, I think, yeah, I can see why they've done it. It, it, it does work, you know. I was at the city game, it was good. It. Yeah, <laughs> of course they do, mate. It's a trumpet, man. <laughs> I don't have a massive problem with it. I don't have a massive problem with it. I'd take that over a light show any day. I'd take it over North North London forever. I'd take it over yeah. a fucking bubble machine. I'll take over that whatever fucking shite Chelsea do that Pochettino pretends he doesn't hear before every game. What I'm saying, um, you'll take it because you accept that it's part of what football's like. What football's like. Yeah, right? you know, I mean, most, you know, Liverpool play songs through the speakers to get people singing and walk alone before the start of every game. It's, it's part of it. It's, it's short of playing a... I'd probably, to be honest, I'd probably rather, you know, pump Can't Smell Without You through the speakers or something like that. Um, but that's because I'm, I'm an old cunt. You know, and uh, I'd, I'd rather that, but I, I don't have a big problem with the trumpet to be honest. I'd, just, I'd rather not see another light show. It's not something I can bring myself to be that annoyed about, to be honest, in the grand scheme of things, you know. Um, but I, yeah, I, I wasn't a fan of the light show, mate. It would be nice, like it, I, 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 the light show. Look, I'll, I'll put it this way I, I'm not a big fan of it. I don't like the, I don't lot to, you know, I'm. I don't want to be the old man sharing at clouds, but the whole like sanitized, yeah, you do, <laughs> right. It's, it's not really for me. I don't really love it, but I'm not going to rage against it. I know they say rage against the dying of the light, but it's just, it, 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 for me... Well, hey, that was good. Did you mean that? It's, it's, it is what it is. That's the way I look at it. However, right, if we're going to do all this, if we're going to sort of, you know, appeal to, say, a younger audience, more often than not, and I understand that, a new generation... I don't think we need fucking lights to do that, mate. No, I mean, cheaper tickets for a start would be helpful. Like yeah, that. 100%. Yeah, of course, right. yeah. I mean that that's that's the real one. But why can't they like every now and again just like why can't we have a pre match that's just a fella in the centre circle with a piano playing a bit of Chaz and Dave? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I'll that, that, I fucking love it though. I joke about it. Imagine if it's fucking Snooker Loopy and Gertrude and all that banging out in the middle. Probably less likely than Sutton songs, but I'm I'm there with you all the way, mate, for sure. Down to Margate. We'll get <laughs> Behave yourself, yeah. then, Dad. Right? Yeah, you're wrong. Give it a go. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, of course, of course, I prefer that chat. But where we are, 
right now we've got uh, torches on phones and a trumpet, mate, and we're gonna have to fucking. We, we got it. we got woke torches. We got woke, woke trumpets, woke torches, <laughs> woke trumpets. Wake, wake up, Tom. It's quite a bad name, that woke trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. It sounds like a, a weird sex thing, but um, it does. It's, yeah, it's, it's, I, it's something about trumpets, isn't it? Yeah, let's not. No trombone, but there's no need for that, mate. Rusty, it's, it's, rusty trombone. Children, children, listen to this. Oh, you've said it. All right. Well, nobody Google that. I would say. What is it? Definitely, definitely I can't, I can't actually, I'm not going to talk about that, mate. Why are you asking me? I'm not some wronging. You know what it is, though, don't you? No. If I if I if I typed into your search, if you what? History, if I type <laughs> rusty <laughs> trombone into your search history, I I I just I shudder to think what I'd find. Come, that's yeah, that's just because I was looking for some vintage instruments on eBay. I said, <laughs> what I saw this? It's like the, <laughs> oh, no. the the old lad with the you know the the couple with the yeah, yeah. looking at the telly, yeah, or the porn on the yeah. <laughs> on the telly. That's me with the uh, me with the IT guy at work because I was logging into my work laptop. <laughs> I just love restoration <laughs> videos, you know. Resting <laughs> um, their doggy night to forget. anyway. Yes, yeah. Moving on, moving on from rusty trombones. A night to forget for Destiny a doggy. Defensively, at least. Defensively, yeah. Defensively. Uh, going forward, it was fantastic. Um, and I just sort of tweeted, like, you know, Destiny a Doggy, 21 years old, first season in the Premier League. That's all I did. That's all I said. And my point behind that was he's going to make mistakes every now and again. But now yeah, I start, I start sure. getting pelters as in, like, we're not allowed to criticise players now, are we? Literally, I'm not saying that at all. I have a podcast yeah. in which I constantly criticise players. I'm not. I'm not saying nobody can criticise players, and it seems to be it's bleeding. There is this weird. We can't just be happy as a fan base. It seems. It seems to be there's always a culture war emerging from somewhere, and this seems always been away here. Yeah. Like well, I was saying, it's some sort yeah. of bleed through, isn't it, from this Johnson thing where there has been, and I think there is room to legitimately criticise him. Lovely goal for him last night. Hope that gives him a good confidence boost. And abusing him, and yeah. just like what people playing at. What I mean, I, I didn't see anyone really digging out Destiny a doggy last night, to be honest. And you'd be, you'd have to be a particular type of fuckwit to go for Destiny a doggy, right? Right. Yeah, I don't. I don't think anyone was necessarily. Um, it's yeah. It. I, I think you know. Would have if you you know said how his first season would go, his first first 20-odd games this season or whatever, starting in this team, in this system. You know, he's only really played as a wing-back um, consistently, you know, at, at Udinese. Um, is it Udinese? Yeah. Um, it, it's been dropped into this, you know, the responsibility he's got and those defenders have got, especially the full-backs, um, he's going to, you know, he's going to fuck up a couple of times, isn't he? I, you know, I think the... the, the the Tony goal yesterday was just an anomaly. That's just that was just mad. I can't see that happening again. He seemed to look at him and still played it through. It was very odd. Um, I think that's just an anomaly. You can't can't really hold that against him. Um, uh, you know, overall this season he's been he's been absolutely incredible. His, his role in you know the first goal yesterday was fantastic. Um, his goal and his, his role in the third one as well. You know, really nice driving run and made the pass to Madison, which which made the goal. Um, yeah, you can't you know. You can obviously criticise criticise errors when they happen, but you, you you can't really hold his feet to the fire too much, can you? The dogie, he's been he's been fantastic. You know what I mean? Because what's the alternative? What you want Ben Davis playing? You want Ryan Sessegnon? Or if if not, 
either of those, if it, if you're in that spend some money camp, who 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 are you buying over Destiny a doggy right now? I think let alone a 21 year old kid in his first season in England, anyone playing that that position in this system, you're going to cock up a couple of times a season, and that's all it's been really. You know, he was fortunate a couple of times last night because he, he did give it away before um, before he, he did for the for the first goal. And, you know, stuff like that's going to happen. We're, we're still getting used to it. I think it's only getting massively criticised because we're, as a team, I think we're, we're doing a lot better than a lot of people thought we would, especially even Tottenham fans included in that this season. So, you know, you're going to criticise, you're going to criticise people more, but you can't, you can't really, a player like that who's been one of our standout players this season, I was goes about to say, um, at, at his age as well, you know. Him and Paro have both been fantastic, and the abuse thing is just, especially with Johnson. I, I do think that was that's mainly a sort of social media thing. I don't think many, not even match going fans, but many many proper fans. Um, I think it's just these chronically online lot, and I think that is often the way with with social media abuse, which is obviously a shame. You know, he's he's still got his Instagram comments turned off, um, which is obviously horrible to see. But I, I think he feels the feels the support in the stadium and from from the fans, to be honest. I thought his, he was so excited that he'd scored that goal and was doing the dart celebration. He yeah. clearly was so keen to be like, look, look, Medus, look, mate. I've got yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. It was kind yeah. of sweet, wasn't it? Maybe that's... But I think like, you obviously saw it with every goal we scored, that, that they, they brought that into the celebration. And I think that, I think it had the absolute reverse effect that Morpé wanted. I think it genuinely riled us up at half-time. You know, I think obviously Madison saw it in the first half because he went up to it, didn't he, after he did it. But I don't think all of our players were aware of what happened. But obviously, they they found out at half time, and yeah, three goals in ten minutes probably tells you what you need to know. What did you make of Johnson? I, I couldn't couldn't really tell you much of what Johnson did other than other than, other than the goal last night. Yeah, I mean, he said about how much you know. He, he said he knows he's not been playing as as well as he can. Um, probably been a bit hard on himself as well, you know. Numbers wise, for, for a first season for someone that age coming into this team, he's, he's done all right, you know, four assists and a couple of goals. Very, as people have compared him, you know, very similar sort of numbers to Son's first season where he got all sorts of, you know, abuse and criticism, um, which people forget about now, obviously. Um, going on fucking 10 years, man, wasn't it? 2015, is that when he signed? Summer 2015. Nice, yeah, be similar to testimonial next year, man. Um, yeah, like 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 Son got in his first season. Um, I think Johnson's gonna be really good. Um, I think he's got all the attributes to to work um, up front in in an Ange, Ange side. Um, he, he needs to back himself a bit more, I think, especially one on ones, because th- there are times where he's absolutely had a full back on toast and just you know knocked it past them, like you know a bit like Bale used to do, knocked it past them and just ran round them. He's done that a couple of times. I think he needs the, the confidence to to do that more because he's definitely got it in his locker. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just being in the right positions, and he is in the right positions a lot of the time. You know, he's he's missed a few. He probably should have scored. Um, but he said last night, you know, Ange wants him, wants his his wingers, you know, popping up between the posts, like he did for that goal yesterday. Um, and yeah, hopefully we'll, we'll see a bit more of it. But yeah, I, I'm very very much loath to loath to criticise him, to be honest. It's like you say, well, we don't need to be in a rush to have a firm position on a new young player that that's what I mean is yeah same with same with the doggies what's Johnson maybe just turned 22 I think but they're, they're by no means a finished product um you know they're coming in been dropped in this team probably he's obviously had to play a lot more than than I think Andrew's probably planning on when we brought him in um because of you know injuries 
Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Internationals and all that stuff. Um, you know, he's going to have patches where he struggles. Um, but, yeah, I think numbers-wise, he's, he's done quite well. A few times, you know, his, his end product's not quite been there in terms of uh, the final ball or a cross into the box or something like that. But we've, I think we've seen enough that it can work. You know, he's, he's, I think maybe two or three times, is you know, we've we've got we've scored pretty much the same goal with that ball from him in, you know, cut back to Richardson. Um, yeah, I think we'll see a lot more of that, and I think he'll he'll grow into the role as well. Nice little cameo from Jamie Donnelly last night talking about young players. Um, good yellow card he got. Did, Great yellow card, I love that. Did get in trouble a little bit on the on the edge of our box, but he got bailed out. Um, he's a, he's a big old unit, isn't he, for a, for a kid? Yeah, he is, and I, I like that he got brought on. You know, he, he's not been brought on in the ninety fourth minute at four 0 You know, he's been brought on. You know, with added time, there's probably a good ten minutes left, and it was you know it was a very very nervy last ten for what it was. I think he came on in about the eighty eighth, eighty ninth minute or something like that with the game as it was. So you know, Andrew's obviously thrown some. Trust in him there, um, not as much as some people would like. You know, he's not played as much as some people would like. Um, you know, given given the chances you thought he might have had with with injuries and stuff, but you know, um, I don't know. You've got you've got to manage these these players. What is he? Seventeen still? Eighteen? I, I don't really think you can. Nineteen? Ah, oh, fuck, hands then. He should be starting every week. <laughs> but, what, but I don't know. I just can't bring myself to be that annoyed about that sort of thing. To be honest, at the moment. Um, I, I, I think you should go on. Well, because people are talking about this youth pathway. I've seen people sort of complaining a little bit about this with Ange. But I do think it, it skirts... I, right, I understand it. We need more homegrown talent. We need to be bringing in players from the academy in an ideal world. However, a lot of the players that we do have playing for us right now are young players. Do you know what I mean? It's not... It, Absolutely, yeah. Not what we've just like been talking about too. Of them, yeah, are being held out by even Perisic, for example. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we've just been talking about Dogie and Johnson, two two great examples there. Ah, uh, I think people. Are, yeah, exactly. Yeah, who's been absolutely incredible. I think people are possibly underestimating the the leap between. It sounds, you know, I don't watch a lot of youth football. Um, it sounds like he has been pretty sensational for you know the under twenty ones and that for, for quite some time. Um, I think people are possibly underestimating the gap between that and, you know, that and first team football, especially Premier League football. Um, you know, we, we don't see him in training every day. Ange obviously does. You know, if Ange really thought he was in a position where he could come in and perform consistently really well and help the team, there's no reason he wouldn't be playing him. Um, I think, yeah, I think it's just being quite careful with him. There's the same, same goes for Dorrington as well. You know, people were saying we should have chucked him in when. When we had all those injuries at centre half, um, Actually, people were saying we, should, yeah, of course, yeah. Uh, people were saying you know should have chucked Dorrington in at, at the Etihad um, when 
you know, Emerson and, and Davies started those few games. But I, I don't know. I think you can't underestimate what that could do to his confidence if it, if it, if it went really badly. Against Erling Haaland. Yeah, that game, yeah, that, that was a horrible game as well. That first half, we they could have been out of sight, you know. It's such an intense, you know, place to drop in an 18-year-old centre-half, you know. You don't often see centre-halves that young coming in and, and playing regular games, do you? It, it doesn't really happen. Um, yeah, same for Donnelly as well. Hopefully, hopefully we'll, you know, see a bit more of him next season or he'll, he'll get a decent loan. But I can't, I just can't bring myself to be too annoyed about it, to be honest. I think, I think there's, there's so much going well for Tottenham. I think people are, as they often do, just looking for stuff to complain about. Well, because people have been complaining about Anjabir lately, which... Make, yeah, yeah, but like I said... It's a surprise, perhaps, but it does still, to me. People complain about Poch when we were, you know, in... <laughs> there's always people, you know, in 2015, 16, 17, when we were great, there, was, there, was, there were always problems, weren't there? People would always find issues. And, yeah, it's football. It is what it is, but... Yeah, <laughs> I don't think you can bring yourself to complain about Ange. I think that's absolutely insane. It's like that. But he's not beyond. He's not beyond reproach, is he? You know, nobody is. But. So what you say? You saying you you don't like Ange, mate? Is that what it is? Not not beyond not beyond reproach. You is it? Is that? Is that, <laughs> that I don't know. I mean, yeah. Long term, obviously, you know, you, you do need that. Um, do need to be bringing in, you know, the, the top academy performers and, and giving them giving them a place in the team or or sending them out on loan. And it does seem like we are being a bit more proactive about that, especially the loans thing. You know. Divine getting him a loan up, up a league because he'd done well at Port Vale, and same with Ashley Phillips. It sounds like we've got him a decent loan at, um, with with Divine at, at Plymouth. Um, it, it does seem like we are being a bit bit more proactive about that sort of thing. Um, yeah, hopefully we'll see we'll see a bit more of Donnelly. Donnelly, and- it probably won't be this season. You know, we've only got the Premier League left, and these are huge games, man. In the Premier League, we've got we've got sixteen games left. We, well, you know, it, we've got some hideous. <laughs> April's we've got some hideous games coming up. I mean, yeah, April April to May, that run sort of mid April to, to early May is yeah, Newcastle, City, Arsenal, Liverpool. Um this yeah, this is why we need to get get the maximum points really um out of these next these next three or four. We've got a nice run now. Um we've got Everton away, Brighton at home, Wolves at home, Chelsea's postponed, Palace at home, Villa away. Yeah. Even yeah. Fulham away, then Luton at home. I mean, you'd be you in a in a in a certain universe, you could be seeing Tottenham winning one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Maybe the next seven games. Honest, honestly speaking, like if we really have, yeah, we, we yeah we do do this a lot. You know, when you know, there's been periods when I think when we're looking at um, after that Chelsea game, we were looking at the fixtures. You know, I think it was you know Wolves West Ham. We were saying, oh, we could put a, put a nice little run here together, and it it, it doesn't always happen, but. No. Hopefully, you know, now we're, we're out of the woods in terms of injuries and should be getting players back from internationals. You know, they should only really miss the next one or two Premier League games, even even if they go all the way. Um, yeah, we should be. If, if we're serious about, I know, you know, winning winning it. Um, if we're serious about being up there and, you know, really pushing the top two or three, we, we probably do need near enough maximum points in the next five or six, given that April April and May, May we've got. Um even Villa away, you know, I watched a Newcastle game and Villa, uh, nothing like they were, you know, the last two months, the performances is, have really dropped off a bit. The momentum, they seem to have lost that a bit. Um, so even even Villa away, you know, we should be looking, especially if we're back to full strength, looking to go there and, and get a win. Um, I think we look good for top four now. I think it's just, if we do win the next the next five or six, if we get those points on the board, 
you know, I think we'll we'll be within, you know, five or six of, of top spot, maybe even closer, you know, Liverpool have got some difficult games coming up. Um Arsenal have as well. It's just uh just about yeah, doing what we need to do between now and uh, that horror run in April. Well, I mean the horror run in April could get because I'm where where the hell do they put the Chelsea game? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That I imagine, like I said, they'll put it between Arsenal at home and Liverpool away just to fuck us. Well, but when you mate, when you actually look at the calendar, you're like, that potentially is where the gap is. Yeah, I mean, when yeah, when you take into account, Chelsea could still be in the cup as well. They've got a replay, haven't they, with Villa? Um, they've got the Carabao final as well. Obviously, it should be a bit easier for us, given you know we're not in we're, we're not in anything anymore. Um, Chelsea aren't in Europe, obviously either. Um, so yeah, it's a tough one. It, I mean, it's really going to bite for the teams above us. You know, everyone around us is in Liverpool is still in four competitions. You know. City, City, Arsenal, Champions League, Villa in Europa Conference League. They're, they're going to have to get to a point in that competition where I think Emery will really want to want to win that. You know, they're going to get to a point in that competition where they're going to have to start playing that first eleven every every Thursday. You know, I think they'll they'll probably drop off a bit as well. Um, I think we've got enough of a cushion between you know teams like United, Newcastle, um, Chelsea to to say that they're they're out of the top four. So I think we're looking good for top four. It's just. If we're serious about, you know, having a proper run at this, not necessarily winning it, but you know, properly challenging the top, top two or three, um, we need to, yeah, need to be getting pretty much maximum out of the next next five or six, given what we've got to come. Even if we finish, say, just just say top four, not win the Premier League. If we finish top four, and Chelsea finish tenth, doesn't sound like a winner's mentality to that, me, mate. <laughs> no, but if if Chelsea finish tenth, but even if they just win the Carabao Cup. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be annoyed to see Pochettino win a trophy with them. I'll be very annoyed, yeah. I'll be very annoyed. But um, you know, it will help. Watching that game, watching that game last night, I obviously only saw the second half because it turned that on after our game. But the, the chasm between Liverpool and Chelsea, mate, they Darwin Nunes hit, hit the woodwork four times. That that really could have been seven or eight, and that's not even that's genuinely not exaggerating. Missed the penalty, hit the woodwork, you know, three other times. They absolutely battered them. I really can't see a famous last fucking words. <laughs> it's Chelsea, and it? They're probably going to win it, but I, I honestly can't see it. Uh, Liverpool are something else at the moment. They're, they, they'll have everyone back as well. Obviously, Salah back as well for that. Why did he do it? It will be really, really fucking annoying, man. It'll be really annoying. <laughs> Why did he go there? Fucking... Oh, I don't fucking know. It looks really short-sighted of him, man. I, I always thought it would, but I, I, I didn't think they'd be 10th. It looks really short-sighted of them. Um, it's just such a mess. It really is such a mess, that club. You know, they've got themselves into a position where it sounds like they're open. You know, Bowley and... Um, I can't remember the other keys. His name who's in charge of their recruitment and stuff. Where they're they're open to selling their captain's time because they need to because he's an academy player and they'll get all the money for that. So, you know, I don't know. I, I think it was really short-sighted of him. I think he, just, he was just desperate for a job. Um... Because it had been a while, hadn't it? And you're obviously still living in London, waiting for the call from us that, 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 that didn't come. Um, but yeah, I think it was really stupid of him, to be honest. Really short-sighted. Um, I can't see him lasting, lasting next season. Pedro, if he if he wins he wins the cup, he might get a bit of a stay of execution, right? Yeah, because they'll, they'll get they'll get Europe, they'll get Conference League if they win that. Um, 
you know, they're talking about pushing for top six, but I just can't see them consistently no. putting it together. They've, they've built up a, a good run at home. They're, they're a decent, you know, a decent outfit at home, but just away from home, they're, they're, they're pretty awful. I just can't see them putting enough enough together to get top six. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Newcastle push for top six now. They're, they're looking a bit 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 better um, out of Europe as well now, obviously. So they've got a, they've got a clear run at that. Um, but yeah, I can't see Chelsea pushing for anything other than the seventh or eighth. And if they win the Carabao, they'll get Europe. Um, and then, yeah, they've got the Conference League to contend with next season. Transfer deadline day. Are you expecting any signings for Tottenham, mate? You well, it sounds like we're going for that the Swedish Swedish youngster. But in terms of first first team, I doubt it. I, a couple of days ago, I did think we might have a go at Gallagher. Um, but I, I don't know. It's, it's probably getting a bit late now, isn't it, to be honest? Somebody said, I think, you know, it's, it's Twitter, so take it with a pinch of salt. I think somebody said Chelsea put back an asking price of about 70, 80 mil or something, and Spurs were like, I think it's, I think it's about 50. It was 50 last summer, but even that, I still can't see us. I'd rather not drop 50 on, on Conor Gallagher. I mean, when everyone's back, we're quite stacked in midfield. I think we do need someone in the summer, especially if we're in Champions League. Um, I just can't see us dropping 50 mil in, in January on Conor Gallagher, to be honest. Lucas, I think he's a good player, and I'd, I would like him. I think he's a really good player, and uh, he'd be a good addition. You know, we, we do need probably six six players. We're happy with we're, we're happy dropping in to any game in, in midfield, especially given you know hopefully in, in Europe next season we'll be playing more than fucking forty one games that we'll be playing this season. But I'd, I'd be very surprised if we drop fifty on on Gallagher on deadline day. Lucas Bergval, that's who we're we're after. Is that's it- the one, mate. The thing that's funny, mate, is right. So it says that we are in competition with Barcelona for his signature. And obviously, for, for the majority of my life, hearing Tottenham are in competition with Barcelona, it's like, well, he's obviously going to go to Barcelona. Nowadays, the strength of the Premier League, the size of our, I'm sorry to use the term, brand, the stadium, all of it, it's not that insane for a young player to probably choose Tottenham over someone like Barcelona anymore, is it? No, no, not not by any means. Barcelona are a mess at the moment, man. Uh, you know, getting rid of Xavi and, and at the end of the season, or he's, he's, he's jumping ship. It, it looks like they're still, you know, in an in an absolute muddle financially as well. Um, it you know, it's definitely not the the the, uh, the draw it was a few years ago. Um, and you know, we've gone we've gone the other way in that time as well. Um, I think yeah, it's obviously a huge decision for a player. So it sounds like we've offered him a place in the first team squad. Um, which obviously isn't going to, you know, uh, be good news to people who have been really, really pushing for Donnelly and, and stuff like that. It sounds like he plays quite a similar role. Um, I can't say I watch much of the Swedish league this season, um, but yeah, I don't know. It sounds like we've, we've, we've promised him a team, a place in the first team squad, and that's that's the only thing that's sort of holding him back from saying yes to Barcelona mm-hmm. at the moment. But it sounds like we'll be forking out, you know, about about ten mil as well for him, which is, you know, it's by any means not not nothing for a seventeen year old. Is it seventeen so, years old? Nothing. Yeah, we must have seen something there that we liked, obviously. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's not 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 one I can bring myself to be. <laughs> I'm sure there will be people really annoyed on Twitter if we don't drop ten mil on him today on deadline day, even though they couldn't pick him out of a fucking lineup. But yeah, Fabrizio Romano says Barcelona remain confident and optimistic on Lucas Bergwijn deal after meetings in the last few days. Tottenham keep calling the players' camp to hijack the move. An important proposal made. What's an important proposal? Versus a <laughs> Paratici on the blower. I love that as well. <laughs> um, yeah, love fucking 11 missed calls from Paratici on a 17-year-old kid. But yeah, I don't know. It does sound like we're pushing for him. It sounds like we're keen for him. It sounds like we've obviously seen, seen something we like there. But yeah, I'm not sure. 
What is it? No midfielder. Showing a little bit. And it sounds like we've, we've, it sounds like the, you know what's what's made him think about it and make Barcelona wait is we offered him a team in, in the first team squad, and it sounds like he was going to sort of join up with Barcelona's development side. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, he I looks absolutely quality. To be fair, I'll get him in, mate. But everyone does in everyone does in compilations, don't they? That's the problem. Yeah, man, absolutely. Yeah. Get him in, man. Fuck it. I've, I've got enough trust in what we're doing now in terms of transfers. To be honest, I think the last. Last three or four years has been pretty phenomenal, really. Um, so if we're if we're looking at a Swedish child that I've never seen play football, then fucking get him in. He looks like the most Swedish. If if you asked an AI generator to draw me a Swedish person, the Swedish. Oh, can and I have? It's uh, it's uh, it, it, it. That's what he looks like. It is, yeah, it is. Bit a bit of a sort of Erdegaard regen, dare I say. Yeah, no, I know he's not fucking Swedish. Let's not go there. Um, <laughs> no, but I just mean in the mould of player, it, it sounds going by what I've read about people who watch more uh, Swedish football than me in that kind of mould. Solanke so, is uh, linked as well. That's, I mean, that's not happening, is it? Let's be honest. Let's be uh, no, 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 it's definitely not happening. Uh, not one I'd be particularly keen on, to be honest. I'd rather stick with Richardson. Um, Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. It'd be 50 mil as well, they'll be asking, maybe even more on deadline day. Um, no, I think that came out of nowhere, really. I can't see that. Um, going, you know, there's, there's people who say Harry Kane wouldn't work in this system. I, you know, obviously nowhere near on that level, but, you know, it's, it's the similar sort of number nine um, in that mould. And no, I can't see that. I don't, no, not, not, not too keen for it. It's obviously been in great form this season. Um, you know, 12 goals in the league, but. You know, last season, six goals in the Prem. Uh, it just looks like he's had a bit of a purple patch. He's quietened down now as well. Um, no, not one I'd be keen to drop 50 mil on. If we're going to do that for a forward player, we need a, a proper top-class winger. But, um, yeah, no. not I'll, I'll pass on Solanke, mate. I'm sure sure they'll take that into account. Belize off to Sevilla, apparently, potentially on loan. Now, I'm, I don't want to go all Alan Brazil about this, mate, but what's the point of that? For a change. What's I don't point? know. I don't know. Bringing the lad to, to England, worrying about him adapting to the footballing culture here, then sending him to Spain. What's the point? I, don't know. I, I think just because we're, we're obviously out of out of all the cups and stuff, that he wasn't really going to get any minutes this season, it sounds like, you know, especially with Song coming back, Richarlison in good form. We've got Werner who can play in the middle. It doesn't sound like he was going to get, get much of a shout. Um, Same down to Millwall or something. Bit of crash bang wallop football. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's what we try and usually do, isn't it? But, yeah, I mean, Sevilla in absolute fucking turmoil as well. They're in a relegation battle as well, not playing very well. They're um, still probably just, in the Europa League, won't they? But... Even if they're not in it, they're probably. Um, it just sounds like we're, we're, we're just trying to get him some minutes, really. I've been I've been pretty impressed, you know. I think he scored, scored that goal at, um, at Brighton, didn't he? And had a couple of really good moments, a couple of really good touches in that as well. But we obviously haven't really seen enough of them to... Uh, have a particularly strong view either way. Um, it is a bit of a strange one, though. Yeah, we we do try and seem to get English loans, or we have for for the younger players, especially the last couple of seasons. But yeah, I mean, again, one of them that <laughs> one of them that I really can't bring myself to be that pissed off about either way. No, uh, I mean, not that asked. It, I, I just wonder if it's if it's 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 always felt like a bit of a weird deal. The Villas one hasn't it? As in, like. Yeah, it was 20-odd minutes as well. Was it that much? Yeah, yeah. 
pretty sure it was. I thought it was only. I, I thought it was only about seven or eight, but no, I'm pretty sure it was. I mean, it's, we've got 16 games left. Pretty much going to be one game a week for for the rest of the season. I can only assume that Anne just said he's, he's not really going to be getting any minutes. You know, well, he seems to for the rest of the season. So I, yeah, I I think Scarlett's looked pretty decent in a couple of cameos. To be honest, um, I think he's a decent player. Um, I, I you know. I'm sure you know people who have been going on about Donnelly and stuff would rather Scarlett get those minutes if, if there are any. But I can only think that Anne just said that he's he's not really going to get much of a shout between now and the end of the season with you know the 16 games we've, we've got left, um, no cup competitions or anything like that. Um, yeah, I mean, just one of them. And I think that there's just no min- uh, some minutes are, are better than better than no minutes, and maybe Seville have promised him some, some starts. You know, so yeah. Not one I can bring myself to have a particularly strong opinion about, unlike most of Twitter. Well, here's one I might elicit a strong opinion from you on, though. Brexit. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the end of the season for Tottenham. I mean, yeah, it's not been, you know, it was a great performance last night, but we still got the points. We're still touching distance of the top of the table. We've got all of our top lads coming back now. I'm buzzing about it, mate. I'm still excited about what this team can achieve in the immediate future. I'm not. I'm not looking at this as next season actually will be all right under Ange. I think this season we're all right under Ange, and I think nobody is running away with the Premier League at all. No, <clears throat> I think we could really, really push for push for top two or three. You know, it would be something quite extraordinary if we we went all the way and, and pushed push for top, but. I think top two or three this season would be a, an unbelievable achievement considering where we were back in the last season. You know, the last few months of last season were just awful, you know. I mean, so disjointed. Um, you know, I think we had two players starting last night who, who started the reverse fixture towards a, towards the end of last season. You know, the transformation in such a, such a short space of time considering, you know, the, the, the you know the, the, the seismic difference in the football we're trying to play, the, the amount of players we've brought in and tried to bed in straight away, you know, young players, uh, the transformation has been remarkable. And if, if we can push for top two or three, that'd be pretty, pretty astounding first season, really. It's a bit of an echo of glory that if we don't win the title, isn't it? Then just finishing it. <laughs> That's what we do, isn't it, mate? That's what we do. I mean, as we've always said, it, the part of it is just enjoying watching Tottenham and this season compared to, you know, the year that went before it. And if we, if we push for, push for Champions League, I, I really didn't think we'd, we'd, we'd get back into the Champions League as, as quickly as it looks like we, we hopefully will, let alone push, you know, the likes of Arsenal, you know, <clears throat> when you look at Arsenal, where Arsenal were last season and where we were, you know, in April and May last season, to think we're three points behind them and looking like we could, you know, definitely push to, to finish above them, especially with them having Champions League and stuff to worry about and, and, and being a bunch of bottle jobs, um, to, to really push them and push the top two or three is, is pretty incredible and, yeah, I think pretty much everyone would have taken that. We've got a bit. Of... We can win it, can't we? Though, surely can't. <laughs> I mean, we can. The only thing we've got going for us, as I've said, is one game a week, and everyone around us, you know, Liverpool, obviously in the Europa League, which can have a, a massive effect. They're going to have to start playing their their first eleven. You know, they've, they had, they got lucky with a pretty easy group in, in the you know in the Europa. They've not had to sort of. They've been able to rest a lot of their a lot of their key players, but I think they'll they'll really want to go for that and, and win that. You know, still in the cup, got the Carabao final. The thing we've got going for us is yeah, one game a week for the rest of the season. This it's just about keeping everyone fit and not suspended, Christian, um, for for the rest of the season. And then yeah, who knows? Con win, lose or draw, right? Everton away. 
Oh, win, win, yeah. I, I can see us maybe going one 0 down early on and starting to worry a bit, like we did last night. But yeah, I think we'll have too much for them. They've, they've been pretty wretched. They haven't won a game since since we last played them. You know, um, they beat Burnley, I think, game before game before they came to Tottenham, and they've been on a pretty dreadful run of form. In especially in the league, they're just not scoring goals. You know, they got knocked out of the FA Cup to Luton at the weekend, and yeah, they're they're looking pretty wretched at the moment. Win, win, lose, or draw. Brighton at home. Win again, you know. I know the reverse fixture was obviously pretty dreadful, um, but you know, given the team we had to put out and playing away from home is obviously very different. But I think what have they? They're on a, a run of three wins in fifteen, sixteen in the Prem. Um, their eggs are in the their eggs are in the Europa basket as well. I think big fraud got all rattled last season when Stellini said he inherited a good situation. He knew it was true. That was incredible. That imagine getting rattled by Christian Stellini. Fraud. And getting battered by Christian Stellini, may I add as well. <laughs> Wolves at home, we're beating them, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, win, absolutely. Again, Palace Palace grub, that was a grubby reverse fixture, but yeah, win. Palace at home, Roy's boys. The, the only thing I can hope is they've still got Roy there. Um, I think if they can hang on to if they can hang on to him, hopefully, and not sack him for someone like Cooper, who would sort them out and make them a bit of a tougher proposition. Um, yeah, win, absolutely. Um, what have we got there? Yeah, Aston Villa away. We'll have them as all. Win, yeah, absolutely. So that's one, two, three. That's nine, twelve, fifteen points. So that's fifteen points. So it's a piece of piss, mate. I don't know what the fuss is about. Fulham away. Win that one. Win that. Yeah, comfortably. Eighteen points. <laughs> Tottenham Luton at home. Luton at home. We'll win that. Lost. Nah, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll win that. Yeah, we'll win that. 19, 20, 21, 21 points. West Ham away. We'll, we'll probably they'll, they'll be the ones they'll do our same, won't they? I don't think so. I don't think so. We winning that? Is that we winning that? I, I, I'm so surprised at how how many points they've got and how far they are they are up the table. Um, given how like so many of their fans are really really not having David Moyes anymore. But where are they? Sixth. They're sixth on thirty five points. You know, eight points behind us now. They've got a game in hand. I'm surprised they're, they're still up there. You know, they're above Newcastle, United, Chelsea, Brighton. But yeah, I, I fancy us. I fancy us to beat them. To be honest, uh, the Forest at home, we'll have them, won't we? Yes, absolutely. Newcastle away, oh, interesting one for that you. Is horrible, mate. <laughs> I'm really not looking forward to that, man. But yeah, then again, it can't go any worse than last season, can it? Or can it? No, it can't. It can't. This that's the minging. This is the run. Newcastle. Yeah, that's it. That's the month. That, that's the month that will define whether we're we're pushing for top four or pushing for something else. This is that run. And probably chuck Chelsea in there as well now as well, which is hideous. Yeah, I, I fancy us to do them though. To be honest, I think we'd have absolutely battered them if we didn't lose our fucking marbles and get those get those two red cards. We were we were absolutely battering them. Um, as I said, they've been good at home, but yeah, I fancy us to go there and go there and turn them over with everyone back. If it feels like Connor that you basically think we're going to win every single game that we're going to play, well, of course I'm going to say that, man. What's the point in sitting there and fucking saying, "Oh no, we'll probably get done by Luton and Chelsea"? I'm, I'm buying that energy, though, mate. I'm here for it. Tottenham win. So how many? Wait, hang on. Are you you good at maths? Quick maths. If we win, no. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, sixteen times three what games. Oh right, we're winning the lot. Okay. We've got we've got forty eight points, right? If we if we win all sixteen games, 
What does that put us on? 48 points. That would put us on, what are we on now? 43. God, that's, that's not even that good, is it? Be honest. 90, well, yeah. 91. 91 points. He probably still would. <laughs> the medical thing is, I probably wouldn't win as the league in many years. This season, this season, it, it, I think this season, ninety points win the league. Um, unlike you know the last the last few seasons, you know Liverpool didn't win the league with ninety seven points in twenty twenty two, which is just fucking obscene. But it, it looks like it's going to be a, a bit more of a reasonable target, relatively speaking, this season. I think nine, I think if anyone gets ninety odd points, they'll they'll win it. Um, and it sounds like we're going to have to win every game, so. You know, fuck it. It starts, it. it starts here. Win every game. Tottenham Hotspur FC. Gertia. Have it. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.